you do want to have something that you focus on that you present up front. You want to be known for one kind of thing. And the more specific it is, the easier it is to be the best at it and to really make it grow. And like I said, follow, find those very specific followers. Business isn't always fun. Unless you're on our podcast. Rekindle the flame of your entrepreneurial spirit with solutions, tools, and new ideas. Let us show you how inspiration is endless and how, with a little creativity, any business can skyrocket. Now, to spark your entrepreneurial imagination, here's your host, Wyatt Peterson. All right, check out this setup. First of all, we got a wireless microphone. Second of all, we got this that's supposed to hold an iPad, but I am an archaic person, so this is holding my parchment and my quill, which is the Zebra X701. It's my favorite quill, by the way. In any case, here we are. Uh, if you're on the video version, you can see that I have a brand new, highly upgraded setup. I got this designer chair that even bounces a little bit. Uh, I got these live plants next to me that might need a little bit of attention. <laughs> Whoops. Um, across from me, I have a similar seat. Um, I got professional grade lighting now. I probably look much better than I actually do because of just because of the lighting. It's called the pod. So my wife had this idea to build a podcast room that we could use to record podcasts, make content, so we could just sit down, record, and go. That Everything was already set up. So that's the objective here, and it's pretty much how it is, except the positioning might be a little bit different time to time, but it's whatever. It's the same place, right? Brand consistency. And we're gonna be talking today about personal brand. And that's a lot of why the pod was created. But in any case, we outfitted this thing entirely, studio grade lights, camera, like we have a DSLR. I'm not using that right now, as you can tell, which um, I wish I could, but when I'm recording a podcast, unfortunately, Canon, fun fact, Canon's uh, cameras have this rule, uh, this old tax law that said that video cameras got um, highly taxed when they were imported. So Canon said, we're not a video camera. We can't record for more than 30 minutes. So it cut off at 30 minutes. The reason that Canons do that is simply because of import tax law. Did you know that? It's insane and it's very frustrating because I can't record for more than 30 minutes on a Canon camera and that tends to be, well, my podcasts tend to be longer than that. So until I can set it up as a webcam, which won't be able to do 4K, unfortunately, you're not gonna see the Canon camera, you're gonna see my iPhone. Uh, which I think does just good. I think this looks plenty professional. It's even flattering. And the way it handles the corners, it doesn't warp them like the GoPro does. The GoPro does do 4K. It is the camera that I would use, except it is it distorts it, like I said. And it's not um, perfect quality when you crop the 4K down to vertical size. Um, so right now we're just filming in vertical. Um, and that's what I would recommend if you're doing this yourself, by the way. Um, you can rent this space. If you're in the Logan, Utah area, you can rent the pod. Pricing, we haven't settled on yet because we have such nice equipment, we have to price out what it would be worth to be able to use all this stuff, and it's gonna be so plug and play, and there's also gonna be a lot of value around it. For example, if you're, say, 40, and you don't not familiar with social media, but you know you have to be on it, you know you have to be creating content, then that's where I step in and I can say, this is the kind of content you should try to create. This would fit your personal brand. This would feel comfortable for you to film 
and we can help you edit and post it. We have resources to do that. That's going to be some of the value surrounding this room, the pod. Um, but I'm not trying to sell you on it. That's not the purpose of this podcast. I'm just telling you my plan. And that's where it's going to go from here on out. So Alex Ramosi says that the riches are in the niches. I mean, a lot of people say that, right? Actually, what Alex Ramosi says is don't make me niche slap you, <laughs> which is hilarious. It means that uh, a lot of companies uh, try to reach everyone. What's your, what's your niche? Oh, anyone who will pay. That's terrible. So a uh, little business lesson is that I'm going to try to niche down and be very specific. And this is gonna, not going to be some random niche I pulled out of a hat either. This is going to be people that I've met, that I've heard from directly, that I have connections to, that I'm going to have more connections to in the future, that are very easy to target, that can be found places. And um, I'm going to tell you what it is. So I made this podcast room. And at first I'm like, let's just rent it out to anyone, right? Um, well, we're going to get pretty specific, which is, um, you can't get too specific, especially in this more rural of an area. What's the population's a little over a hundred thousand for the greater cash Valley area. Um, 150,000, I believe, which, um, when it comes down to it, your total addressable market, Tam, isn't that big because you have to be close enough to come to this podcast room and use it. So as far as promoting this and building this into a business goes, um, I decided that it, it's going to be somewhat specific, um, but a lot of the specificity has to do with location. It's built in. The specificity that I'm going for is real estate professionals, right? Investors, wholesalers, agents who understand that they need to build a personal brand. That they understand the importance of a personal brand and are willing to pay to have that done, either done for them or for the most part done, done for them or uh, done with them. And that's something that I can do. I know how to edit the videos to look very professional. I can post on a regular schedule. We can actually really help grow your Instagram, your TikTok, and build your personal brand. And that's what this uh, podcast is about, personal brand, okay? So I don't want to have to restart this. Sorry, I feel like I'm rambling a little bit. And these notes, I got to come back to these notes. We're going to be talking about personal brand. But hopefully that niche, that niche, hopefully you understand that. I'm trying to be very specific and target specifically real estate professionals who need a personal brand and help them do it. And I want to do it all for them, which, um, yes, it's expensive. But the way I'm going to pitch it to the real estate professionals is this. And um, I'm not trying to, like, oversell it. I'm trying to make them understand that, well, first of all, by the end of this episode, you should not, you should totally... I'm, I'm getting excited here. Um, if you don't know the value of a personal brand, then either you don't have one or you haven't seen anyone who's built a personal brand and become wealthy or, you know, or both. Um, I'm going to name some names. You're going to know who they are. And then you're, we're going to, we're going to do a little game. All right. Um, <clears throat> Robert Kiyosaki. Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, Alex Ramosi, Ryan Pineda, Tony Robbins. I could keep going. I could name so many different names. How many of those did you recognize? Those people, their entire identity, the entire way that they make money, the entire way that you believe them, all of that is all based on them intentionally building a personal brand. All right? Um... 
I'm not going to keep going. I'm not gonna, like Barbara Corcoran in real estate, I think of specifically, right? There's a reason she agrees to do Shark Tank. It's to build her personal brand, right? The more people she can get in front of, the more times that her face can pop up, then the more credibility she has. It's not the other way around. And a lot of people have imposter syndrome where they think, first, I need to make a bunch of deals and I need to make millions of dollars. And then I'll be able to go talk about it confidently and people will believe me and listen to me and share my stuff. No, look at me. First of all, there's a way to do it without being an imposter and leading people down the wrong path. And that's what I'm trying to do, which is to say, here is my journey and or here's what I've learned from other people because I don't claim to have made millions. I haven't made millions in real estate, (laughs) all right? Does that make you want to stop listening to me? Maybe, but if I say I'm going to make millions in real estate and you get to be along for the journey, then you may say, okay, well, maybe we'll listen to this guy. Or I get to tell you, here's the lessons I learn as I learn them real time. That's why I make this podcast. Then you may say, okay, well, let's listen to this guy. That's what you can do. So you're not an imposter. You're actually talking about what you're doing as you do it, what you're learning as you learn it, the projects you're doing, right? Think about these YouTubers that'll say like, I'm doing this challenge for myself for 50 days and here's how it's gonna turn out, right? Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm building a podcast room to rent out and I'm gonna tell you how it goes, right? Follow along, here we go, ready, set, go. That's what you do to start creating content. Now, real quick, before I get too deep into talking about personal brand, I just want to say that I am going to have guests on here. I've said this for so long, but I have a plan and I'm going to tell it to you now. So I have to be held accountable as soon as this podcast goes public. First of all, right now I'm using Buzzsprout to host these podcasts. I'm going to switch to Podbean because it can help you automatically post YouTube videos. It can take, you know, it can do so much more. It's a lot smarter. It's a lot more integrated. It's a little more expensive. I can't convert the RSS feed over. So unfortunately, if you know anything about podcasts, what that means is all my old podcasts, poof, I have to basically create a brand new podcast, which hurts my little soul because I know that there are some people following me. There are some people who listen to these and download them regularly. I just started to see traction as far as downloads go on Buzzsprout. So it hurts my little soul to restart from ground zero, but there's going to be so much better content. (sighs) There's going to be guests and stuff like that. And I'm going to have a new hosting platform. So that's one thing. Uh, The second thing, I am going to have guests. There are a lot. Some of them are going to be remote. And I'm not going to worry too much about the mechanics. I'm sorry. The sound quality might just suck. That might just be the end all be all. The sound might just be terrible um, because you have to do the Zoom calls. And the video quality might be terrible because I don't even know how to record well on my computer, right? I'm trying to figure out OBS and all these streaming platforms that people use. It's crazy complicated, and I don't know how I'm going to get a guest to tell them how to do that. So I literally might just do a normal Zoom call with our computer, cameras, and microphones, and recording systems, like screen record it, worst of the worst, easiest, simple start possible. But that's how you get started normally. And then you can upgrade it. Oh, I could just, you know, there's, I know there's an app for it. There's a program where you can send them a link, and then they can do a video call with you through there that's recorded. I think that's what we might do because it promises to be better quality. Um, I don't know how much it is, but whatever it is, it's got to be worth it for me. I'm willing to spend money for this sort of thing. And we're going to talk about that in a second. So my plan is 10 emails, texts, or calls every single day to people who could be my potential guests, right? This is how it starts. And you should do this too. You should be doing a podcast. A podcast is an amazing way to get short form content. What you're watching right now, 
you are watching long form content, you might be seeing it as short form split up really small. That's because I did one long form podcast with these notes that I wrote that I wrote down right here with the intent to have short form pulled out of it. Okay. Um, you have to be doing a podcast. The greatest way to do it is have guests, especially if you don't have your own rapport, then you can borrow their rapport, right? Um, I think of Graham Stephan. If you don't know who he is, he's a financial guru who's a lot younger, right? He's a lot like uh, Ram, uh, Dave Ramsey of our generation. Uh, you know, he's a young guy, but he started to build some credibility, some wealth, but then he went and interviewed people all the time. He started the Graham Stephan podcast. Is that what it is? Uh, he started a podcast. He has a you know his friend there, but then he's borrowing from the audience of all these people who come onto the podcast, and it cross pollinates. And not only does it cross pollinate people coming to his podcast and growing the size of his audience, but also it grows his reputation. You got to have guests. All right, stepping back, my plan to get guests: ten emails, text, or calls a day. I'm going to start with my own network, people I know, and when I call, text, email them and they say, no, I can't do it, which will inevitably happen, then no worries. I say, do you know anyone who would be willing to talk about their business? Can you recommend anyone who has a business? I'm just looking for anyone who has relative business success. Um, and then any specific tip within that that they can share that they know that they think has given them an edge over other people. This is called business creative. Anything that they feel creative about, anything that they want to do in the future, anything that gets them hyped about their business, right? That's the point of this podcast. I'm going to be finding people who are willing to share anything like that. And I will ask absolutely everyone in my network. And then I'll ask them if they know anyone. And heck yeah, I guarantee almost everyone I ask will know at least one other person. And then it creates an infinite chain. And if not, I'll start scouring Facebook. I'll start asking people on Facebook. You know, I'll scour LinkedIn, asking people on LinkedIn. I'll go to networking events. I'm, there's absolutely, I might not even have to get to that point. I might just be able to start with my networking and expand out from there. It's going to be awesome. Um, and I'll probably start, I'll also start with my mentor, Robbie Law. He will absolutely be more than happy to get on at least a Zoom call with me and talk to me for a little bit. Um, but if I talk to him, he's got a lot going on. I have to be able to focus him up for, to be able to do a one hour or less podcast. Then my goal from that is to have five guests scheduled every single month, right? Well, there's only four weeks in a, most months. I know. I might do two a week, you know, I might even do three a week. If I can pack it in, I will. And I'll just make time and I'll just do the FaceTimes whenever we can, you know, and I'll just schedule it whenever they can. I will more, I'll be more than happy to make time to have interviews with people because I know how much it can benefit a podcast and grow it um, and a personal brand. I promise that this podcast was about personal brands. Um <laughs> It's been jumping around a little bit. Again, I apologize. I'm going to take better notes, all right, on this thing. <laughs> I promise. But here's something you need to know. And I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. You have a personal brand whether you like it or not. People perceive you a certain way. You have a certain reputation. You have a certain level of outreach whether you like it or not. Being intentional about it is up to you, right? Taking full advantage of it is up to you. So a personal brand is, um, you could consider it an asset. And it doesn't necessarily be how people perceive you. It doesn't have to be you're the guy who wears that funny hat all the time, right? Though I've certainly met people like that, and it's not a bad way to go. I'll meet them at networking events, and they always have some crazy mad hat or hat on that's super tall, and it looks insane, but like I remember them. 
and it provides an advantage. So there you go, right? Alex Ramosi is the guy who wears jean shorts, you know, and um, what are they called? Keens, like those weird uh, hiking shoes, right? Wherever he goes and, and the flannels, that's his personal brand. That's, that's the, that's, that'd be like the logo of his personal brand. But it goes a lot deeper than that, of course. Um, when you think about a brand of a company, it, it's how people feel about them. Now, I'm not going to talk about PR. I'm not going to talk about building personal relationships. I'm not going to build about public, you know, public perception of you. You know, that's that's not what this is about. This is about uh, the first step, really, is how wide your reach is and how strong your hold is. Okay, more hands, tighter grip. That's pretty much what a personal brand seeks to be at first. You can worry about the minutia later, how people perceive you, if you're attracting the right kind of person. The first step is to be have your face be absolutely everywhere all the time as much as you can possibly put out, right? We live in a beautiful world where there's so many free resources called social media that you can just pump your name out there. What you do, you can pump it out there. It can be all plastered everywhere. And if you don't know what you do, which is the case with a lot of people, then a personal brand is the answer, right? The reason you need a personal brand is because of what it can do for you. It is an asset that will always automatically, based on you know your long tail content that's out there in the world, it will always attract people to your network. It'll always attract people to be your customers, right? You will always get business and connections through your personal brand that you have established on social media, internet, YouTube, or vis-a-vis uh, other networking connections, right? Um, Really, all this personal brand stuff relies heavily on social media. Uh, it's the best way to do it. There's no other way to say it. <laughs> Some common misconceptions about building a personal brand is that it's uh, scammy. Um, a lot of people get to a certain size and you'll see all their comments say, what a scam, what a ripoff. If you dig even a little bit, these people either you know paid one time for a course that was too expensive and then didn't even do anything about it, or they have no idea what they're talking about and they just like to say that things are scams because it makes them feel smart. There's a lot of very negative people out there. But I know for sure that almost none of these, right? Maybe 1% of these uh, gurus or people with big personal brands that you see, maybe 1% of them are actually scam scams with full malicious intent that are trying to take your money that won't give anything back. The rest are, everyone I've met, everyone I've talked to, everyone I've dug into, has very good intentions. They're really trying to give back and teach people. And of course, the way they do it, they need to make money on it. They have teams and systems, right? Of course, it can't all just be free. Uh, a lot of people say, you know, like this should be free, should be a free education. Then it's not gonna be good quality, right? If you don't pay for it, you don't care about it enough. We know what free education looks like. We've all been through the public school system. <laughs> Personal brand is allowed to have money attached to it. That's one thing you should understand. It's allowed to be, you know, it costs money for you to speak somewhere. You should be able to get paid to be on people's podcasts. That's something to work up towards. That's an objective. You should be able to get paid from it. You should be able to get clients from it. That's not a bad thing, right? It just means that you've done well, that you know what you're talking about, and then people can piggyback off your expertise. You just have to understand that you do have something for, to offer. It takes almost a little bit of ego. It takes a little bit of uh, self-clarity to understand that you, you do have personal value. Um, 
when you're building a personal brand, the easiest way to start posting on social media, in my opinion, is to have a podcast like this where you sit down, you talk things through. I literally just have these notes written out. I, read them out. I wrote them out five minutes ago so that I don't get too far off track and I can just make sure that was one issue I used to have is getting off track. Well, I wrote all these down so I can keep going on track, say these bullet points in a way that can be cut up to short form content, which you're probably watching right now. I can make a lot of short form content from that. I can add these awesome subtitles, which by the way are AI generated. I don't have to type them in. I don't have to edit them. I don't have to do the icon, the colors, the size. I literally upload it to a website called, uh, what's it called? I don't know, but they have an affiliate program. So maybe I'll sign up for the affiliate and then I'll tell you, which means I can get you a discount. But we'll talk about it. They're automatic. The editing, not so automatic, but if you have Premiere Pro, you can do it just based on the text, which is super faster. You know, we read so much faster than we can talk, which means that when I play this back, I can just read like, all right, that looks good for short form. Here's some spaces in there. It literally lets you highlight spaces and delete any pauses that you have. It lets you, it's so smooth, so clean. The words that lines up the video with the words so precisely. So it's, um, what do they call it? Text-based editing. So I'll have a paragraph. I can find what I want in that paragraph. I can edit that. Very easy, very simple. And then boom, you get the short form content. It's the easiest way to do it. Now, if you don't understand that or you don't want to take the time to understand how to do that, you can hire people. You can hire me. I do that for people. I will help them make short form content. Um, for the time being, it's something that I'm offering. It's something that I'm doing. I'm trying out. It's tied into, like I said, this room, the value that I offer with this room. Things you shouldn't do when you're building a personal brand, don't do it half A. Don't try to sell, for, okay, very first thing, very first thing. When you're building a personal brand, do not try to sell something immediately. Don't say, I sell houses. Do you want to buy a house? Are you trying to buy a house if you're like a real estate agent, right? <sighs> don't do that. Come on. People can tell you're a real estate agent. They'll look at your Instagram profile and there it will say real estate agent. They'll look at your LinkedIn and it'll say real estate agent. And then they'll know, and if they actually want one, they'll, you know, but they can tell you're a real estate agent. You don't, you don't have to say it, you don't have to sell them. You don't, your call to action doesn't have to be call me so we can get you into a house, you know, or so we can sell your house. That's no good. What you should do when you start building a personal brand is offer as much value as possible, whether it's from yourself or other people. For example, I'm gonna have guests on this podcast, right? And people are gonna know that I can bring value based on my face and the people I bring to sit in that other chair. They're gonna to start to recognize it. It's gonna become a thing. They're gonna say, hey, I know that person in that other chair. This other guy, me, uh, Wyatt, is probably a pretty cool guy too, right? Maybe let's follow him. That's how you start to build an audience. Do not try to rush it, right? If you start posting content that people say, oh, that's really good and start following, that's good, but like also I could post a funny cat video and get millions of views and millions of followers. That doesn't mean absolute, that doesn't mean jack squat for building personal brand. I could, on the other hand, take two or three years and only have five followers, but it could be like Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, and Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> and I could be, you know, talking about venture capital, investing in major companies, right? And be some kind of broker, do one deal, get paid tens of millions of dollars because one of my five followers was a billionaire who decided to invest that I just spent 10 years trying to target him specifically, right? Hopefully that paints a clear picture. 
<laughs> you can have very few followers, but if they're much higher caliber, if they're much closer to what you sell, what you know, what you can offer, that's significantly better. Now to address uh, a thing I said earlier, a personal brand is cool because it follows you around. Um, a personal brand can carry with you through your different projects, through your different stages in life. It can cross-pollinate between, you know, maybe you invest in real estate, but you also own a business, but you also like producing music, you know, and you also keep bees on the side. A personal brand can feed all of those things, but... Just a quick pause, I don't run any ads at all and I wanna keep it that way. And if you appreciate that and the time I've saved you, if you appreciate the content I'm giving you, please leave a good review. And if there's anything specific you enjoyed, if you share it, I will see more downloads on my end and I'll understand that that's a topic I should focus on more. You could help create the content you're listening to. I would greatly appreciate it as an up and coming podcaster. Anyways, thanks for listening, back to the show. For the most part, you do want to have something that you focus on, that you present up front. You want to be known for one kind of thing. And the more specific it is, the easier it is to be the best at it and to really make it grow. And like I said, follow, find those very specific followers. For example, uh, I mentioned Graham Stephan earlier. If you were to ask what he does, very specifically, I could say that he does financial advice for millennial and Gen Z. All right. That's not the most specific in the world because especially since he's grown to the size where he can begin to branch out, but I know what he does, right? He doesn't talk about like sports he does or things like that, which wouldn't really make him money. It wouldn't really contribute to his personal brand. So you do have to keep that in mind as you try to build and grow. For example, for me, I do have to understand this. I want to get into real estate. I want to... Um, build networking groups. I'm starting to build some here in Logan. I've been running them for a while. They have a lot of potential to grow if I can organize them. Um, networking is one thing. This podcast room content and marketing is another thing. But if I had to narrow it down and say one thing, it would have to be, and it all comes into one place. It could be networking content, uh, networking and content for real estate professionals, right? It lines up with all these things that I'm doing at once. I'm kind of just coming up with this right now. That might even be the brand that you see coming out of this. I haven't personally invested in real estate, um, but that doesn't mean I can't lead the charge towards getting a bunch of really smart investors in my area into one room, right? I can post on Facebook and ask people personally, do you know anyone who's a real estate investor in this area? Boom, get them all under one roof for a networking event, maybe ask them to be on my podcast and start having a theme, right? Um, this is the business creative podcast, which I had a lot of fuel for before, but it's so broad. It's very general. And I would tell myself, don't do that based on stuff I've learned. <laughs> you might even see a rebrand of this thing. Um, I might start calling it something else, very more specific. On the other hand, I've seen people have the, their name podcast that does really well, right? Um, I could have a Wyatt Peterson podcast, which means technically I could do anything, but if there's a subtitle where it says, you know, business success, Wyatt Peterson podcast, colon, business success, then that could do very well because people know what to look for in it. Or if it was super specific, like outbound sales advice or, uh, you know, let's see, let's see what's something specific, you know, like um, wholesaling real estate uh, podcast, right? Then... 
that's so much easier to do. It's a good way to start building a personal brand. And if you change things, if things shift as you go, you can always take that audience and say, hey, you know, is anyone also interested in this? And take a slice of it over, which could work against you, especially if, you know, you're not, I don't know. The way it seems to go is that these people with really big personal brands start very specific. They're doing one thing in business, one thing in real estate. And then they grow to the point where they can then excuse me, I have a little bit of a stuffy nose. They can grow to the point where they can then invite their followers to something else that's more general that's almost guaranteed to include them until pretty soon it's like, you know, if you know Alex Tramozzi, I know I bring him up all the time, I apologize. Uh, but he's a great guy. He's really smart in business. He's done really well. He shares his stuff. Uh, a really good example of a personal brand. Um what does he do? Like he runs a business that acquires companies. He helps grow companies to get to that point. It's pretty general because he's, he can, he's earned his place in being general. You have to earn your place to be general, but you do have to start in a niche. Um, enough about niches. So you do, I said you do have to have a podcast. That's why I made this podcast room. That's why I'm doing this. Just look into having a podcast. That's probably going to be the action step. Now I'm going to tell you my personal brand plan to tie it all together. And I, again, I feel like it's been meandering a little bit. I promise I'm going to get better at these notes. Like this notebook, can I show you this? It's got like, oh, you can see the back of it. Yeah, Alex Hermosi. I was just reading $100 million offers. So if you could see the back of it, that's what's written on there. That's a little embarrassing. Can I show you this side? This is how much I have. These are the notes I have. Not very long, not the most organized. I wrote these five minutes before and now I'm here literally just reading off of them. So like, that's what this podcast is. That's what the short form is going to come from. Set my pen down over there. I'm telling you my personal brand, this is the last step. All right. My plan for my personal brand is going to be this. I'm going to start with this, the pod, right? Uh, podcast room, creating content. I'm going to help real estate professionals build their personal brands. If, oh, saying it out loud, it's not something I've fully committed to. And I'm sick of jumping around. But there's a difference between jumping down and niching, jumping around and niching down. So I'm niching down, I'm not jumping around in this case, which is better. So uh, the first step to see this through is going to be to hold a networking event for real estate professionals. The second thing is going to be to talk to real estate professionals I know and have them on my podcast as guests. And the third step is to reach out to anyone and say, have you thought of building a personal brand? Do you have anything in the pipeline? Have you thought about doing content? Do you need help with content? How important do you see content being to what you do specifically? You know, um, And explaining the value of having a personal brand to a real estate person. Um, if you're a real estate agent and you have tons of short form content, just you in a podcast with like, with like this, who have interviewed people like uh, home inspectors, you know, buyers, sellers, just to get their perspective, you know. Um, maybe someone has a, a horror story about they bought a house, they didn't know the foundation was cracked. You can have them on your podcast. And if you do that, then think about it. If you're the only one in like say um, Northern uh, Washington State, you're probably one of the only real estate agents who's doing that kind of thing to such a degree that you're doing it. If you can have two posts a day, short form content on every platform, you're gonna be ahead of the curve by such a long shot. If you can do that every single day for let's say three months, you're almost guaranteed to go 
semi-viral. Some of your some of your clips, just from a podcast, just from talking to people, some of your clips are almost guaranteed to get more than, let's think about this. Let's think about what I've seen before. At least 10,000 views, maybe in the hundreds of thousands. Because once you reach that virality point, it can easily just jump into the millions, right? You can have one clip of a podcast that's hilarious or that's really important or that people want to save for later, which is a really good way to do it, by the way, that they save. Then you're ahead of the curve. Imagine what that would do for your business then, yeah? Don't you think, imagine if you could project, hey, I'm XYZ real estate agent. I help these people specifically in this area. What if you could say that in the ear of, you know, a hundred thousand people, how many flyers, ads, billboards, how many Facebook promoted posts have you done that only reach like two, 300 people, you know, that probably reach a thousand, 10,000 people. And how much does that cost compared to sitting down for an hour on a podcast and cutting that content up and posting it everywhere consistently? I don't think people realize that this is the most obvious plain solution. Uh, not, not enough people have jumped on it as it is. And it shocks me. Um, anyways, I want to help people realize that. I want to help people do that. So that's kind of my personal brand. That's my one sentence statement. If I had to sum up the this, the pod that I built, I did make a one-liner for it. And basically, this is this is the one-liner for the pod, which is where you, where you see me sitting now, right? So... Um, this room itself, trying to rent it out, I created this one-liner. Let me explain, sorry, before, we're almost done. My notes have run out, but I do feel like I have to say this to add value to you. <laughs> a one-liner, and maybe we'll talk about it specifically, is how you describe your business to someone. So a one-liner consists of three parts, which it generally tends to be a three or four-liner, but you can say it in an it's elevator pitch, right? People call it an elevator pitch, but probably shorter. When people say, what do you do? This should be your answer is the the one-liner and it goes like this. The problem that people have, how you solve it, and the vacation, right? What their life looks like afterwards. For example, and I'm using my phone to record, but I wrote this on my phone notes. So I can't really pull it up right now, but I should have it memorized because it's not hard to memorize once you have a understand. You don't have to do it word for word, obviously, but it should be, once you boil it down to what it really is, it should be very impactful. So the problem that your customer has that they're facing, for example, I'm getting very specific, real estate professionals, right? Investors and the like. The problem they have is they probably want to build a personal brand, right? Our our customers do. They need to build a personal brand. They understand the importance of it, but they don't know how to get on social media, post consistently, or record. We help them do all of that. We help manage their social media, manage their posting and recording so that then they can have a personal brand built for them automatically that generates leads and is an asset that helps them network totally autonomously for them, right? And there's so many parts of that I really want to boil and break down, but I don't want to take up any more time. That's the end of this podcast. The action step I'm going to leave you with is take a good hard look at your personal brand. Is there a one-liner that you can say to people that you can present on your uh, social media, etc.? And then I'm just going to say, sit down and post. Sit down and say something, right? A lot of people say, just sit down and start posting. It doesn't really matter. It does matter. But they that's the point, right? All these creators will say, 
it doesn't matter, just post whatever, because not because it's gonna work, it's because you need to get in the habit of posting, right? It's like a personal trainer saying, just go to the gym, just go walk outside, because it's uh, the first step that really counts. You might not get tens of millions of views. You might, right? If you had the chance to get tens of millions of views, wouldn't you take it? But also, if you could be almost guaranteed to get tens of millions of views by relevant people that could end up being people who buy from you, who tie into your business, who network with you, then why wouldn't you post consistently? Take that path to consistent posting. It's it's a no-brainer. Um, so take that first step. Post something stupid. Doesn't matter what it is. Even if it's a little... It should be embarrassing. If it's not embarrassing, it's not going to be memorable. If it's not embarrassing to you, the creator, then it's not going to be memorable to the people watching it. So the content you make should be a little bit embarrassing, but make that first piece of content. Consider what your personal brand is going to look like. Write it down. Write down the the, the image of how that's going to turn out, the personal brand. Um, it's kind of a two-part, two action steps, and I'm going to do them. I'm going to write them down right now. All right, ready? Action step, and I'm writing it down so that I have to do it and so that I'm held accountable, and let's make this in more definite terms, all right? One, <clears throat> make a post. It should be simple enough, right? I presume, especially if you're uh, watching this podcast, that you've posted before. It has to be a daily thing. So if you've posted before, you know, or even in a way that's starting to build your personal brand, then maybe make a new make a new Instagram. I did that. I said the best way I can build a personal brand is make a new Instagram and just document what I'm doing, right? Since I don't necessarily have rapport, the next thing I can do is document what I'm doing and what I'm learning. So I did that. I started posting what I'm doing and learning and I instantly jumped to 1,600 followers because people loved seeing the behind the scenes, the pretty raw cut footage of like, here's these projects I'm doing and it's done really well already. I've been very impressed. That's what you can do. Build a new Instagram, right? That's an option. So if you've made a post before, then consider making a personal brand one that's just a documenting, excuse me, documenting your steps as you go. And then the second part I said is make a vision of the outcome of what you want your personal brand to look like. Personal brand, I'm going to say Z, A to Z, right? Z is the final steps, what it looks like, what what's the end game here? Really good to know. Uh, and you can really look at people who are in a position you want to be in and just write that down, you know, and this can change as you go. It doesn't have to be the end all be all. Don't overthink it. Just write down something that would be really cool for you to be in like 10 years from now with a ironclad personal brand that people say, oh yeah, you know, enter your name. Say your name right now out loud. I'm going to pause. Say your name. That's a personal brand. That is your personal brand. What do you want that to look like when people say that name out loud? All right. That's the second one, build that personal brand, build a vision of the personal brand. Anyways, those are the action steps. I'm gonna do them and you're gonna see them on social media. And um, the social media I mentioned, if you wanna check it out, is what Wyatt's doing, all one word, no um, punctuation. So let me write it on here. Man, I love this notebook. This is probably gonna be a permanent part of it. This might be part of my personal brand is having this notebook here. And you can see my notes too. You get to see behind the scenes, what I'm doing, what I'm writing, what I'm thinking about. Bam, and it's so fun on this little extendo arm thing here. Look at this. Like I can just lock this in place and walk away now. If you're not watching uh, the visual version of this, then you're missing out, honestly. But if you are, well, thanks for watching. 
And crap, I'm just realizing I might have filmed this in 4K. So hopefully you enjoy this super high quality version of it. Um, thanks for listening and or watching and uh, have a good one. If you got to this point and still don't know what to do next, you'd better try another episode. For an unreasonable amount of free tools, content, and ways to connect, go to businesscreativepodcast.com.